You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome to She's All Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. I'm your host, Ailish, back with you again for another episode this week. Uh, I just finished work a little earlier than usual, actually. Today I finished an hour earlier, so I figured I may as well crack on with the podcast while I've got some extra time in my evening, because I don't always get that. (laughs) So I figured may as well use this time to do something good and hopefully bring you something that'll make you happy as well. Work has been pretty busy recently, actually. There's been a lot of coronavirus news and coronavirus updates, which are kind of dominating the news cycle, I guess. Or if you're just tuning in, I work as a journalist in a regional newspaper in Western Australia. And I feel like as I find myself writing more and more about coronavirus news, I realise that I actually really want to just report on some nice wholesome and happy news I feel like there's so much doom and gloom basically everywhere we read everywhere we watch that it's kind of hard to remember that there's happy things going on and it's hard to to find the happy things when um when we when we need them I guess I thought that that would be a good idea for today's podcast to kind of do the searching for you guys and take a break from the the coronavirus pandemic and the crazy state that the world is currently in and just spend today's episode talking about the bright side of things and all the happy things that are going on. So I've got a couple of good ones for you guys to check out if you haven't already and hopefully they'll put a little, little bit of sun back in your days, sun in the sky, that, that sort of thing. So my thing that I'm loving this week is actually a song. It's called Sushi in Tokyo by DVNA. I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce that or just say the letters, but yeah, that's that's what they're called. Check them, them out on Spotify. I think it's just a girl. But yeah, check them out on Spotify. And I actually first heard it on Triple J, which is a, an Australian radio station. It's the national youth broadcast station, basically. Um, but I heard it a while back and then I rediscovered it on the weekend on a Spotify playlist that was called like Lazy Sunday or something like that. And I just had the playlist on the background while while I was reading 
and yeah, I just think it's a great song. I can't stop listening to it. I think it's it's a really fun song. I've been loving is actually off that same playlist. It's called Medicine by I'm gonna butcher this. I think it's Balu Brigada, something like that. Um, I'll link both the songs in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself. But yeah, that's another good one that um, that I recommend listening to and popping on on Spotify. Show some support to the music community in this tough time. I think last week, I'm pretty sure my um, recommendation or thing that I was loving was The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. And since then, I've actually finished the book. I kind of zoomed through that and I actually really enjoyed it. It was a really easy book to get through. One of those really lighthearted and fun reads that you just kind of zoom through. Um, It did touch on a lot of serious topics like emotional abuse in relationships and having a family member in prison, that sort of thing. But it did so in such a light way, which made it so easy to read and you can get through it so quickly. So I really recommend that if you're looking for something to read in this self-isolation period, um, the flat share, (laughs) it was a wholesome read. Um, yeah, but I'm currently digging my way through another book, a bit of a bigger meteor read. Meteor about a book. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um, it's called Grown Ups by Marion Keys. I think you say her name. And I'm, I'm actually really enjoying this one. I was talking to my friend at work, um, today about it actually. And she said her housemaid, housemaid, she said her housemate was reading it, but she gave up on it because she didn't find that she was actually that into it when she was about halfway through. But personally, I'm halfway through and I'm really invested in the slow burn of the story. Um, it's basically just about these three families that are intertwined um, because the brothers are related and just the things that go on in their lives. And it does deal with some serious issues but I just I just find myself really invested in the in the slow story, and I'm really enjoying the read. Um, probably especially because it's set in Ireland, and I recognise a lot of the places and a lot of the names. Because in case you couldn't tell by the name Ailish, um, my family is Irish, so I've been there a bunch of times, and I absolutely adore it. So it's just cool to be able to recognise some of the places and names and stuff that are all referenced in the book, which is nice. So the first positive thing that I wanted to talk about is more of like a trend that's going on, but um, baking. It seems to be everyone's self-isolation go-to activity, which I mean is fair enough because it is very therapeutic and calming, I guess. I can understand why everyone um, is doing it. The one thing I actually really want to know is why everyone's go-to thing is banana bread. Well, actually, first it was banana bread, and now I think it's cinnamon scrolls. And I just want to know where that exact craze came from. Like, did one person just make banana bread and post it on Instagram, and then suddenly that was the self-isolation baking recipe? Like, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. Now, every time I look on Instagram, it's cinnamon scrolls. Every man and their dog is making cinnamon scrolls, and they look fucking delicious, but I don't have... Um, the ingredients for that because we're actually out of flour in the supermarkets down here so I can't really get involved in that baking trend unless I do like a box of something like I made brownies so I, I guess I participated a little bit but yeah we're out of flour here it's really hard to find down in Bunbury um, so I mean if you have flour don't take it for granted 
But yeah, I mean, another thing that seems to be going on is bread. Everyone my age, well, not my specific, fr- actually, no, a couple of my friends and then YouTubers and everything like in their 20s are, are all making bread or like sourdough starters or something. And I'm just, I just think that's such an interesting trend going on and really speaks to the character of, I guess, what we find entertaining and important to us in a crisis. Like, why bread? Bread is something that you can still buy at the supermarkets, actually. But I mean, if it, if it finds, if you find it calming, I don't see why not. So that's that's something you can do if you need something to, to calm you down. Although some people find baking quite stressful. So if that's you, then maybe skip that step and just look at the progress photos of people making their cinnamon scrolls or people making their bread. Honestly, I would say one of the best things... I think so anyway, um, to come out of the self-isolation period is John Krasinski's new YouTube series. It's called Some Good News. And if you haven't seen it yet, all I have to say is go and watch it. It honestly, it'll brighten your day so much. So it's basically set up and edited like a news channel segment. Like if you tuned into the seven o'clock news, he's he's got the camera angles, he's got the turn and look into the camera motions, like he's got it all going on. And it's like really it's edited quite well. He's done he's done a really good job of having an intro and a channel title and everything. He's a great fake news anchor. I mean, I guess you'd expect it as an actor, but honestly, yeah, it's really good. But it's a channel dedicated solely to good news. So if you're feeling down, this will really perk you up. It's so, so wholesome. And like the stories he talks about, like it just, it makes you smile. You can't not smile watching it. So if you're having a rough week or you're getting in your head about everything that's going on, or even if you're sad about something that's not coronavirus related, like go watch this and it'll make you feel so much happier. He goes through and he shares some positive stories from the week and a little bit extra. In the first episode, he shared um, some positive stories about like healthcare workers and showing their support for them and then just some cute things that people had sent in to him from all around the world and it was so fucking wholesome. He also interviews Steve Carell um, to mark the 15th anniversary of The Office in the first episode. And yeah, it's just, it's one of the best things on the internet right now, probably up there with Tiger King, which I've actually yet to watch, but apparently it's broken like all the streaming records for Netflix in a whole bunch of countries, Australia included, apparently. So I need to get onto that next. But yeah, this series will really warm your heart. In the second episode, actually, he reunites the cast of Hamilton, the musical, for a nine-year-old super fan, and she's so stoked. Like, it's just, it's great. Moral of the story is, John is a legend, and you should go subscribe to that channel and show it some support. On the music side of things, um, the performing and arts industry has obviously taken a huge hit during this time, since no concerts or anything can be held and musicians are basically making their income off merch and CD and record sales and that type of thing, which must be really tough to rely on music as your sole source of income at the moment. And my heart really does go out to all the musicians right now, and I really encourage you to show 
show your support in any way that you can to the music community because they're suffering. I mean, everyone is going through something right now and everyone in the events industry and a lot of other businesses are kind of facing the wrath of COVID-19 and have had to shut. But yeah, it's just, it is sad because there were so many gigs and so many concerts that I was really looking forward to. And I know music does bring a lot of people joy. So it is really sad that, that I guess we all, we all are missing that from our lives. But on the positive side of this, um, Australia really does have a great music culture and I mean, I'm not sure about other countries. You probably do too. You can tell me more about it. Send me a message on Instagram. Um, It's she's all talk pod is the handle. So send me a DM and let me know about your favorite band or how the music scene is in your area. Um, But yeah, where I'm from in Australia, especially, it's a really tight knit local music community. And it's just such a nice um, environment to go to gigs and to meet people and that sort of thing. But Basically, the Australian music community across the country, everyone got together to support musicians in their own form of online concerts. So I'm not sure who actually started it, but they started a festival called Isolade, which actually has a really nice ring to it. Um, But it's basically an online music festival where every week a whole bunch of artists play, I think it's from 12 noon to 12 midnight. Um, but they play a 20-minute set on their Instagram story and then they'll tag the next artist and they'll kick off their set and play their 20 minutes and it kind of goes through all the all a whole bunch of different artists. And I think it's mainly been Australian artists for the most part, but I'm pretty sure they're either doing or just recently did um, an international one. And, like, there's some cool bands that are involved with it. So I really recommend checking it out and getting around that. But yeah, they've got some some cool names like Big Scary, um, Middle Kids, I think Montaigne, Odette, Alex Leahy I think played as well, Spacey Jane who are one of my favourite bands from, from Perth. Um, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of really cool artists who get involved with it and um, I think they encourage you to donate to, I think that it's Support Act. Let me double check that. Yeah, so they encourage you to donate to Support Act if you can, which is a charity that helps um, basically anyone in the music industry in crisis. So artists, roadies, music workers um, who are going through a tough time, like right now, I guess. Yeah, right now is it's as important as ever. So if you can show your support in any way, either sharing the Instagram stories or just watching or sending in a fiver or something like that to support ACT. I'm sure the music industry would really appreciate that. But honestly, it's such a wholesome thing to to get around and a great way to interact with and support the local um, Australian music industry or, and also discover some some really cool new bands and stuff. Another thing um, going on in the in the Australian music industry, um, which is a great way to to find new new artists and support them, is um, a Triple J initiative called Covered Nineteen. Um, as I said before, Triple J is an Australian music station. It's the national youth broadcast station, so it kind of covers like the 
more alternative indie, I guess, music. Um, yeah, it's what I listen to the most. But um, on their social media, they started something called Covered 19. And it's essentially a whole bunch of bands supporting each other by releasing videos of them covering other Australian bands with the hashtag Covered 19. And it basically just goes on and on. You kind of get nominated for it. Um, and yeah, there's some really nice covers coming out of it. And I've personally discovered a couple of new cool Australian artists that I hadn't heard of before COVID-19 um, was going around. So I recommend checking that out if you want to support some Australian music and spread awareness of some hidden and also some really well-known, um, some well-known Australian gems who have been getting around it, like Lime Cordial, um, Great Gable, and a whole heap of other really cool people. So sticking with social media, I've recently gotten into TikTok. <laughs> and that sounds so lame, and I know that I'm so behind the trend with that. But honestly, at first, I kind of thought it was just like 13, 14-year-olds like doing the dances and stuff because I'd always see them out and about at parks and stuff just recording themselves in public and I never knew like there was actually good funny content on there uh yeah but I've recently joined up to that I haven't posted anything so I'm not quite that brave but there's some really good and some really funny um content on there especially about um I keep saying um so much I'm so sorry I've just realized that this is what happens when I'm not scripted but yes, yeah, so there's some really funny content, especially surrounding the conversations to do with Australian politics in relation to, in relation to the coronavirus crisis. And it's just, it's really iconic, really, truly iconic, especially around, um, around Scott Morrison, our prime minister. And I just love the TikToks that come out about Australian politics. It is very wholesome. Um, not even wholesome, but it's just, it speaks to the, the sense of humor that my generation has. And honestly, like it's fucking great. It's so great. But one of my favorite things that I've found watching on TikToks is obviously so many families are stuck at home right now and kind of getting in each other's faces. But I've loved the ones where the whole family stuck at home and they all learn the TikTok dance and perform together, like the mom, the dad and the kids all get around and learn like the the blinding lights dance or something. I watched one of those today and the dad was in like his bathrobe and he did the, the dance and it showed like him learning it and him doing it. And honestly, like it's so funny. Like if you want something to boost your mood, just watch a dad trying to learn a TikTok dance. And honestly, some of them are really good and they put the kids to shame. But like it's, it's so good. It's such a laugh. Another thing um, with dancing is I've seen uh, – it's a I think he's a backup dancer for Lady Gaga. He was a backup dancer for Lady Gaga. Um, and he's hosting virtual dance parties on his Instagram. And, like, they're so, so iconic. I think it goes for around, like, 20 minutes to half an hour or something. But he has props. He has costumes. Like, he really does go all out. His name is Mark – Kanamura, I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah, but he's been on So You Think You Can Dance and, yeah, he danced for Lady Gaga as a backup dancer. So he, he knows what he's doing, but, like, it's so comical and his personality and his insane level of energy, like, you can't not smile when you get involved. So definitely check that out. I'll leave his Instagram in the show notes. 
and you can you can get involved and have your own little dance party because how can you not be happy and smiling at home when you're dancing around your room to really fun music with a crazy guy wearing a wig and costume? That's all I've got to say. I mean, how can you not? (laughs) I guess we just need to find those little ways to keep ourselves entertained and happy. Like we need to have dance parties in our living rooms. We need to bake some banana bread. We need to, I don't know, find a new recipe, FaceTime our friends. Another thing I've seen is um, everyone's... Actually, with everyone using Zoom and like FaceTime and house party to to message their friends and for work functions and stuff. The, my favorite thing is when Zoom um, business meetings go wrong. Like I saw, there's probably a couple trending around the internet, but there was one where someone changed the like filter or effect or something to them as a potato and then they couldn't change it back the whole meeting or they've changed their background to something really funny like anime related and then they also couldn't change that back or they forgot to change it back before a uni meeting on zoom and they've been stuck with that or there was the one where the girl um i think it was an australian uni student and she forgot to she went to the bathroom while she was on zoom on a zoom meeting with her whole class and she obviously didn't turn off her video, so she brought a laptop in with her, put it down, hops on the toilet, and doesn't realize for a solid while, and then, like, freaks out and flips the computer screen around. And that went absolutely viral, and I just feel so bad for the girl. Like, imagine having your video of you, like, on the toilet because you forget to turn off your camera. Go viral on the internet. I feel a bit bad for her, but if if you want something funny, honestly, go look up like Zoom fails or something like that for business meetings and they're so, so funny. But yeah, I think it's just about finding the little things that will make you laugh and and bring a little bit of happiness to your day. Um, for me, over the weekend, it was actually my first weekend staying down here by myself. Usually I'm seeing friends or seeing my boyfriend or something like that but obviously we can't right now especially with the borders shut which is lovely but I understand but yeah I spent a lot of time a lot of time cleaning but it was it was actually nice it was very therapeutic I recommend if you haven't and you feel up to it like do some deep cleaning of your house I get around to that that was but also another thing was I actually got into some gardening as well I repotted a whole heap of plants that I had. Um, I'd bought the pots for them, but I hadn't gotten around to doing it. So I did that. Hopefully they grow. I'm not very good with plants, but I bought new ones recently. And yeah, repotting them was a whole lot of fun. I actually nicked some plants. Well, not some whole plants, but like some little cuttings. Is that what they're called? Cuttings. Cuttings off plants. I don't know. Tried to like transplant the little baby plants. Um, from the front of my apartment that were just like a giant thing in the ground and I kind of cut a little bit off and tried to start my own plant from it. So hopefully that works out well. That would be quite cute, quite nice. But I'll keep you updated on my little indoor plant situation. But yeah, I had so much fun and it was so relaxing. I actually FaceTimed my mom while I repotted the plants to make sure I was doing it right, which was 
really fun, a really good time. Um, but yeah, I recommend if you have a garden or if you have some plants around or honestly, like even if you just want to get some fresh air and go for a walk outside, doing something like that, like gardening or going for a walk where there's not many people around and keeping your distance, obviously, but it's so therapeutic and a whole lot of fun and really just what we need right now. We need to be taking the time to ourselves to, to do fun things and to get some fresh air where we can so we don't really go stir crazy because obviously if you're inside for work and you're inside for uni and like you can't see your friends besides FaceTime you need to really make sure that you're still getting out and getting some fresh air um, in some shape or form, whether that's just hanging in your garden with your dog and just laying in the sun or going for a little walk and listening to a podcast, which is what I did last night and I really enjoyed that. I recommend um, doing that as a way to get exercise. But yeah, make sure you get some sunshine where you can because if you're cooped up all the time, obviously you'll go a bit crazy and just make whatever you're feeling a lot worse like if you're stressed and you're upset being inside stuck indoors will drive you up the wall and really make you go a little bit mad but yeah honestly the world is kind of hectic and scary right now and I think when it is a time like this it's really important to take a step back and to look at the positive things that are going on around the internet right now which is why I wanted to take today's episode to just have a laugh and just talk about the good news that's going on, like Cinnamon Scrolls and and John Krasinski oh, and online Instagram concerts or dance parties or live stream of workouts, all those sorts of things. It's just really important to to talk about the good news that's going on and Hopefully you've already heard of some of these things and they're already brightening your day. But if you haven't, I really recommend checking them out and testing them out. I'll try to put a link to everything that I can in the, the show notes. And you can take a squiz at them if anything tickles your fancy. If there's anything that you're really enjoying that's um, happy, positive news, feel free to send it through. I would love... I'd love to to look and listen or whatever. You're reading, watching, loving right now that's bringing you joy. Um, I'd love to get on board. I definitely need to find some some new shows to watch. I recently finished The Bold Type, which I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or a popular opinion, but I kind of hate watch The Bold Type. Like, I enjoy the show, but it tries so hard to be woke and feminist and in with millennials that it just kind of also fails and a lot of the characters are so unlikable because they try so hard I guess I don't know and especially because Jane is a journalist and she works on like one story a day or like one story a week and I'm like how do you work in a news cycle and do that and I just like the show is so unrealistic and I know that that's like it's a tv show it's gonna be unrealistic but I don't know. I mean, I still watched all four or three. I think it's four seasons of it of, on stand. So I did enjoy it, but it's kind of just like you watch it and then you're like, oh, that is so cringy. If you did that in real life, you'd get fired or they would break up with you or like all of these things would happen. I really want to 
I really want to get into Tiger King because I know the whole freaking world is watching that show and I see memes everywhere and I kind of know the premise of it because I did read a Twitter thread um, from a journalist who spent a lot of time with with the stars of the show for a podcast I think he worked on. So I read a lot of answers to questions that he put out before I'd really seen all the memes and then there's memes everywhere. So I need to get onto that and watch that so I can, I can be understanding of what's going on, I guess. But yeah, I guess that's, that's all I have to say for this week's episode. Um, hopefully these positive things will help you out and you can share them with your friends. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on about some, some happy and some kind of silly things, but yeah, I want to be able to use this space to to take a break from what's going on in the world right now, but also still talk about things that are important. And looking at the positive side of things and focusing on the good in the world is something that's really important and it's something that we brush over a lot. So I think hopefully you've enjoyed taking a look on the bright side and after all, it does involve banana bread. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll be in your ears again next week. (laughs) Thanks again. See ya. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.